Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Seth. And this is Never TMI. Where we talk about real things. And nothing is ever off limits. Emphasis on that today, guys. Yeah, we're talking <laughs> about some real stuff today. I was actually yeah. just thinking about that. I don't know. Never TMI was just, it was a name out of nowhere. Because we were probably, we were thinking more along the lines of like relationship. Yeah. Something like, but we ended up with never TMI. Yeah. <clears throat> but I love it because it's so. It's like a reminder. It's a reminder and it's not just relationship focused, even though a lot of it is about relationships. It's just like. Yeah. It doesn't limit us to talk about anything. And I think what today what we're talking about is literally just, you know, us being vulnerable yeah. in our relationship. And again, it is about relationships today, but just the vulnerability. Well, it's about more than relationships. It's it's about everything. Every. Well, I meant our relationship, but yes. Oh, oh. We're talking today, about our relationship. I yes. thought you were saying never TMI. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. I feel like there's. I'm trying to think outside of the box of like, man, we can just be never TMI about everything. But no, yes, today it's definitely about our relationship. But now there's like this call though that we just have to i feel like this responsibility to be transparent yes in what we're going through and i guess that's just what we we've signed up for yeah (laughs) and not even like well we have to now it's like that is our heart Mm -hmm. it's just not always easy to do but like i feel like we on one hand it can feel like really (coughs) difficult but on the other hand it's like Man, I love it, and we we it it's exciting, and it's like a challenge, and it's also like this is the whole point, like to I don't know, just be as real and raw and authentic and honest and vulnerable um, as possible, which is obviously a scary thing, but it's like I don't know, that's that's the whole point. So it's exciting, nerve wracking. And this is definitely one of those episodes where we have to remind ourselves <laughs> to like, I don't know, like why we do this, you know? And um, so, yeah, we, we're just going to be oh, super honest and open and whatever. So I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you kick it off. Yeah. So today <clears throat> we're going to talk about something that we've had to work through. Recently, this past weekend, I had the privilege to go hang out with some of my best best friends, friends from college. We played football together, and um, they were just friends for life kind of people, you know. Mm-hmm. So we we got to have a guys a, an extended guys weekend last this past weekend. We met down in Florida, and just it was like we got to unplug. We just checked out <laughs> literally I, yeah checked out and um just got to chill and hang out on the beach mm-hmm. do some fishing and some guys stuff like that <clears throat> but in so i guess to preface this going there you know knowing it's a guys weekend mm-hmm. knowing that you know we're gonna be having drinks you know and then there's also um, what's the proper word for it? Weed. Mary Jane, <laughs> marijuana. Yeah, and yeah. Then, you know, there's some some weed that's that shows up there. 
And so it's just like, well, I had that asked. was something it, that I we had, had talked yeah, about because yeah. knowing like, hey, it's a guy's <clears> weekend. <throat> I know, you know, uh, some of the guys are definitely not against it. And um, so it was, it was something that we discussed going into it, knowing that there's a possibility that it's going to be there. Kind of to have a game plan. Like I, I yeah. feel like we sat down and, you know, I know we had mentioned in a previous episode, like our thoughts and feelings on it. Um, especially where we have dealt with it, like in our marriage. So it was just something that we were like, okay, obviously like there is no like elephant in the room type of thing in our relationship. At least we try to not let there be. So it was like, let's, attack this head on what's the plan if that's there you know so that that was kind of like the conversation well that wasn't the conversation but that was the topic of the conversation yeah going into it sorry go ahead so long story short it's there i tell jackie it's there you know i'm i'm executing what we communicated to an extent which i'll explain what we communicated in a minute. yeah and so you know it's Essentially, though, and I, I guess this is probably where you can chime in, too. Mm-hmm. There was a breakdown in communication. Okay, so the conversation that we had had was, and man, there's backstory, and there's a different, I would recommend if you, like, have no idea how, like, where we're at with that, recommend listening to our, it's a few podcasts back on, like, just our stance on weed, alcohol, whatever. Um, but the conversation that we had was essentially like, you know, for me, it's not my favorite thing in the world. I think um, for reasons I've like explained before, but I feel like I, I was like, okay, if every single person there there were what seven guys six seven guys if every single person there does it then let me know i think i either said like it's fine like then you can but you need to let me know or i think it was just like let me know if everyone's doing it and we'll just hit that when we get there or something like but essentially how I think like it if, was if posed, but you isn't. If every it. single person around you is, and you see it, no. and it's there, and it's just you guys, you know, okay, not my favorite thing. He knows how I feel about it. This isn't like a thing that we do or he does. Just that is like a part of our life, essentially. Yeah. Um. It's sorry. a very special occasion, and it's it's. It's not done with the intent of like going to get roasted. It's just like a chill, you know. Yeah, which I think the hard the hard thing for me, and I'm sure like he works through it too. It's not like I don't know. I, we literally have our, our next marriage counseling session. Like I'm kind of excited to talk about it. Um, just like the the the. I don't know, like what our stance kind of should be because we've kind of formulated our own stance on this. But um, the hard thing is like we're, we don't get drunk. That's not like mm-hmm. that is wrong for us. That is 
what we go by. Like we don't drink to get drunk. And that's like not a rule, but essentially like a boundary in our marriage and in our lives. Um, so the hard thing about smoking for me is like that you are somewhat under the influence. Like I'm sure you can smoke and not get high, whatever. But I, it's like that piece of it, the legality piece of it. There's like, it just is murky. And I'm like, what's the difference between like getting drunk and getting high? Like, I just don't love the whole scene. So that was the conversation we had was if every single person's doing it, it's just you guys, you're together. Like, it's kind of like a smoking a cigar situation. Not my fave, but cool, whatever. I think that's okay. It's never going to be my favorite thing. And again, we're still like formulating, is this something he should never ever do? Um, but again, right now it is very, very touchy and like special occasion. And so in my mind, they hadn't gotten together. <coughs> what since? Oh, I mean, years, years and yeah. years and years. So I'm like, okay, special occasion. That was that. Yeah. And so there's, it's a special occasion thing with lots of parameters around it. Yes. So that being said, there at the beginning, that situation happened in the sense that everyone was there. Yeah. Everyone was doing it. I disclosed that to Jackie. We're good. Someone, and I'm just going to be extremely blanket here where I'm not talking about myself. A great friend of mine, very respectable, um, and he came, he had to come later because he, he was driving. Yeah. His, his job is extremely, uh, respectable. I, I really appreciate what he does. He did not partake in smoking because of his job, because he, he regularly gets drug tested for what he does. He's a very elite in what he does. So he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And so then... And that's where I I broke down and my communication was, I disclosed it to Jackie, you know, it's it's here, everyone here is doing it. And I, I didn't think when the other guy showed up, I, I didn't think to disclose, hey, now someone else isn't doing it. it. To me, it was like, okay, this is the weekend, it's, we kicked it off, whatever. And so... That I I didn't think to go back and disclose that to Jackie, and that came up at the end of the trip, and so <clears throat> we basically came to. It wasn't a it wasn't an argument or a disagreement. I mean, it agreement. was. It didn't come up by you, which was hard. Right. So I, I it was kind of one of those situations, and the hard thing I think to me, the hard thing about this like episode even is like. I feel like there's a a handful of people who like just assume I'm some like controlling Mm. whatever, like, and that's not the case. I feel like it's hard because it sounds like, man, why does he have to tell you in the first place? It's not that big of a deal. Why this and that? But it's like, go back and listen to the first episode. Yeah. There's, there's reasons why when it comes to this topic, it is the way that it is. Um, but the hard thing about, you know, number one, 
we had had the initial conversation for a reason. Like we, and it was very clear. So, and the reasoning behind that was like, if everyone's doing it, like I get it. If, if some people are, it's like, you don't need to be one of those people. Um, for multiple reasons. One, like you can, you can be on the side of like, Hey, we don't need to do this to have a good time. We, whatever. It's like almost in a sense of like being a light or just being able to say no to something or whatever. Mm. Um, and we've talked about that too, just with like drinking. Like sometimes it's nice to have someone who is like, you know, like if, if you're in a crowd and one person's not drinking, it's like, Hey, maybe I can be the person who's not drinking with you. Like, even though I have no issue with drinking, whatever. So there were kind of a few reasons why that was like the decision we came to. So I think at the end when I had found out, um, just in a very nonchalant way that one person didn't, and that was like kind of the only thing that we agreed on. Um, it wasn't the end of the world whatsoever. And we weren't like going at it or anything, but it was hard because I was like, okay, did you just lie flat out? Or did you just not consider what we talked about fully? Did you intentionally not tell me? It just raised a lot of questions and a lot of, um, I don't know. It was just like, oh, we're better than that. Like, why, why did that happen? Because chances are I would have been very understanding and, like in my mind, I was like, oh, you just wanted to do what you wanted to do. And you just didn't tell me because whatever. So that was like a piece of it. That was difficult because it kind of took me back to like, why can't this thing be like, I'm not asking for a lot, you know, like this is all I'm making a sacrifice to let this be a thing because it is two people in marriage and it is, you know, my feelings do matter and I'm very aware of that. And so do his, which is why I'm not like, no, don't do it. I don't like it, you know? Um, so it felt like I wasn't fully considered. It was like, whatever. And there's, there's other things too, I feel yeah. like. And so that, I guess that is the, that's the gist of the story. Now, there's a lot to unpack. There's there's a lot of different things in this that we've been talking about, working through. Communication. Yeah. And so I think part of it is communication, 100%. The other part, though, is like, and this is something that I've realized, like walking away from the weekend, it was a great weekend. However, there was something about it that was just like after after this went down and then talking through it with Jackie and hearing her perspective, there's something about it that doesn't sit well with me that I'm, I've been wrestling with in terms of priority. So it's like, I, I went into the weekend saying like knowing that I'm a dad, knowing that I have, you know, I'm a husband, I'm a dad, all these other things. I go into this weekend and it, to me, it's like uh, finally like a weekend to myself with my friends. Unplug, chill. Yeah, unplug and chill. Be 
whoever, whatever. Yeah. And so there's like the thing that I think I I'm wrestling with is like, I go to a weekend and is my character before I leave the same as when I'm there and the same when I come home. Mm -hmm. Is that, that to me, that is the person that I, I'm trying and I feel like I should become. And so then when this stuff happens, that makes me question. And, and really, it was a good test, I think. Like, if I look back on it, I'm not, you know, I definitely didn't pass this test. And, it, but it was, I, I look at it as a test showing me where I'm really at and showing me still what I need to work on. So that that was definitely one of them. Um, also, keeping a priority of responsibilities and, like, Going somewhere, I'm reminded that even though I might not be available, I might be out of touch, that still doesn't void me of the responsibilities of, or, you know, responsibilities to my wife, to my children. Yes, I'm not going to be at home helping with the kids, but that does that mean then that I'm the type of person that should just abandon them? And I didn't abandon them. No. I, I'm checking in. I'm sending texts. But also, it's like I'm trying to be present there with my friends, mm -hmm. relaxing. So it, those those moments are far and few between. But I definitely took it to an extreme of not considering Jackie, not even considering, you know, kids. It's like, oh, bedtime. Daddy didn't call for bedtime. Where's daddy? Like, you know, when's he coming home? And it's things that Kennedy, you know, Evan's too young. Kennedy definitely understands that. But when I hear it from a different perspective, I'm reminded like, oh, I, I didn't do a good job of considering them. I didn't call at bedtime. You know, I would call in the mornings. And, you know, again, we would communicate some throughout the day. But it was, yeah, just, it, it was like a lack of intentionality to higher priorities of life. I, yeah, I and I think the day before you left was when I brought it up, and it was like I I wasn't upset with you, and I said that, but I think I I felt like, oh, this isn't really how we do things, and I think that was, it'd be one thing if I was like, I want you to call me all the time and text me. Like, I, I think I was really good at giving you your space. I was excited. Like, I wanted you to have the best oh, time. I wanted you to go on this trip. Of course, it was like, oh, I'm going to miss you. But, like, I could not wait. And I was, you know, told everyone, like, how deserving you were of this trip and all that kind of stuff. So it was never, like, I never expected for us to just be in contact all the time. But I think, like you said, like from my perspective, it was like, okay. And even, I don't know, I think of like I, I, I the trip, a sister trip that I took like months ago to the same place. <laughs> it was like the parallel, like the difference. It's like, of course, it's not always convenient to like step away because I get it, like, there's so many conversations happening, and you're just unplugging, and you're having fun, and you're without your kids, which is, like, the best feeling um, sometimes, and just, like, you get just this full break, but by the end of the trip, it was, like, oh, this is, like, this is kind of hard, like, I, I was so excited for you to come home, and now I'm kind of, like, oh, my feelings are a little hurt, because I feel like 
I'm like nothing to you or like I'm not even a thought or, you know, typically with us, it's like, and I, again, I appreciated your, the efforts that you did make, but I think by the end of it, it was like, you're just like checking me off a list. Like, let me check in. Oh, I'm like, you know, I'm taking a nap. Oh, I'm like, whatever. It was like, we haven't had one real conversation in four days, you know, like there's so many things happening in my life right now within those four days that I haven't even had like my best friend to communicate with. And of course, not the time to like sit and have a 30 minute conversation, but it's like, I thought of, you know, just like bedtime or I'm putting the kids down and, you know, I pictured, it's like you're, you had the time and the freedom to step away and to call to FaceTime, which we had said like, oh, I'm going to FaceTime, whatever for their sake, you know? Um, and so me being like, oh, I'm going to put the girls down or like Kennedy calls or something. And I don't hear for like hours or I'm, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go to sleep. And I hear from you at like 2am. It was like, it, it, I don't know. I understood it, but it was like, is this how we do things? Like, is this how we want to do things? Is this, I feel like we have a higher standard for ourselves. So it wasn't like, oh, this is so wrong. But I think you were also surrounded by people who were doing the same. And that, that's the piece I feel like that we came out with was like, you know, Regardless of your circumstances. Yeah. Are you living the life that you feel like you should be living? Yeah. Because it's like, on one hand, you can be like, well, everyone unplugged. No one was calling their wife. But it's like, mm-hmm. okay, but is that you? Like, is that your best? Is that... And is that us? Is that Is that we, us? Is that the way you want to yeah. do things like this? Because I feel like when I'm gone, you would expect, you know, me to like answer your calls or respond or you'd feel like a little shafted if I didn't respond <laughs> shafted if I didn't respond till 3 a.m and I'm like hey babe sorry I miss bedtime but love you I'm going to bed and you're like passed out already so it's like I think a lot of it was just like okay remember to put yourself in my shoes and even like character wise when you say like I don't think you like dropped the ball so hard like that's not the case but I think you saw some inconsistencies with like who you are here versus like who you were there with just like little things you know hey guys just want to take a quick second here to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by cozy earth cozy earth is a company that produces bedding towels um, loungewear, pajamas. I personally have been wearing their men's pajamas now for over the past month, and I gotta say that they are n- my new favorite set of PJs. Mm-hmm. Um, very comfortable. I love how they're, it's a t shirt and pants. They're fitted, not too fitted, but um, breathable. And it, I just feel right wearing a matching set of PJs <laughs> around the house. Yeah, no, they're absolutely amazing. They're made from the softest viscose from bamboo. It literally feels like a heavenly, breathable, kind of like thin, I don't know, it's magical. Feels incredible. Side note for Mother's Day would be the absolute perfect gift. I personally love wearing actual pajamas. Like I used to wear a t-shirt to bed and I feel like, 
yeah, there's just something about a matching set. So it's an elevated game. Yes, we have a wonderful code for you guys. It's 35% off using code never TMI. So definitely take advantage. Their bedding is incredibly soft. Again, the loungewear, the PJs, they have so many different styles for men and women. So definitely jump on that code is 35% off never TMI happy shopping. And we've, you know, we've talked about this as well. And it's not to say that I have to be the same person, the exact same person that I am totally. with my kids than I am with like professional adults. Mm -hmm. Like that's not what we're talking about, but we are talking about from a character standpoint yeah. of like, are you, are you living the way that you say that you would live here? Mm hmm regardless of you know anywhere essentially and so in your talk and your conversation and your mm -hmm. actions it's like would that be something that would be consistent because i feel like the conversations that we had you found yourself like not ashamed but somewhat like oh this isn't fun you know to talk about because it's like oh yeah, it's maybe just, not and that, that's the that's the thing it's it was eye-opening to me to see you know, if there was a lesson learned, there's a lot of lessons learned. One of them is in situations like that, considering your spouse from the other point of view. Yeah. And I I definitely can say after this experience, I was definitely selfish. And I think I I think I thought that I earned the right to be selfish. Yeah. Was like going I'm sure. into it. Yeah. Which is probably which is a misconception. Like this is my time to be selfish. Yeah, it's my time yeah. to completely unplug, but I I did it in such a way that was like I avoided responsibilities that I obviously am bound to until I die, in a sense. And that is being a husband and being a father. And, to and a man of God. And, and Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so it's like those those things can't just take a back seat. And we've talked about this in other episodes, but yeah. something that we're really working on and feel pressed upon is to live a life of priority. Yeah. And that for us, that is God spouse, you know, children, family. And then after that is, you know, occupational, Work. like whatever that is, you know, hobbies, yeah. whatever. And it just, you know, it's the trickle down effect and health, you know, personal health is definitely yep. up there as well. But, um, totally above work, honestly. No. And so it's just, it was, it's very clear though, that after this experience, after this weekend, I did, I was not living that priority out. Now that doesn't mean I, I need to give Jackie my time of day we definitely believe that in whatever you're doing, you need to be present to give your best. And so with fr you know, friends you I haven't seen in a long time, I'm trying to be present. And Jackie totally understood that. She was a bigger yeah, advocate Yeah, it's like just like weekend. you you putting yourself in my shoes, I have to put myself in your shoes. It's like right. I'm not were, sitting uh, here. You were probably the biggest advocate for this whole weekend. Um, And so, well, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but... Well, I think I interrupted you, so it's fine. Um, no, I I think that's good. And I think, you know, who, one interesting thing you said that I wanted to note was like, at by the end of the trip, you could see like, oh, I'm like, mm, that's a good I'm being influenced 
by my surroundings, whether good or bad, you know, it's like you could tell kind of like a decline. And, and it's like, you're a bunch of college guys getting together. The expectation, this is not like a spiritual retreat. (laughs) I'm sure everybody's kind of like letting loose and having the best time and whatever. But it was interesting to me and just goes to show how important it is in your everyday life who you're surrounded by, who are those people that are speaking into your life, who are those people that you're doing life with. Um, Because for you, you're like, I wasn't necessarily like the proudest, you know, coming home. It wasn't like, I'm so excited to tell Jackie all these things. I'm so like, man, refreshed. And that was just good. And I'm proud of myself, which like, I think we've always been, like part of our relationship has kind of always been like debriefing a situation. You know, we'll go to your parents' house and it's like, I remember we weren't even married, but it would be like on our drive back to Chicago. It's like, how did that go? How do you feel like you were? How, you know, whatever. It's like, how was this person? How, like, I feel like Mm -hmm. it, it, it's like an intimacy aspect of our relationship like an emotional intimacy where it's like let's get on the same page tell me how this went let's debrief how did you feel about yourself which I love and like I never in all of these conversations like I know the man that Seth is like I know you're literally the best to me like by far the best man that just father husband like I you're incredible to me so it wasn't like any of this was like oh I can't believe you but it was just like no we got to have some real conversation you know and and debrief here um but that was just an interesting thing that you kind of were like it wasn't something like you didn't leave like man like I I acted in a way that I you feel like you compromised. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like I compromised. And this isn't a knock on anyone other than. Well, absolutely not. Like, I'm not, I'm not judging anyone else's lifestyle. This is purely between me and, and Jackie and, and what we feel is the best way to go about living our relationship, you know, based on our experiences with it and our vision for it going forward. And And just the stand, like we, every relationship, every marriage, every couple has to set their own standards. So like, that's not to say someone could have gone there and not spoken a word to their spouse. And that could have been fine for them because that is not like a a point in their marriage or relationship or whatever Mm -hmm. that they have like set a bar on or whatever. Like, and that doesn't make it wrong or bad or anything. So I think it is important to, you know, set those expectations up and, and have some, not goals, but, you know, whatever. Like, expectations, I guess. Yeah. Of your relationship, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other the other thing, though, that you were talking about, like, coming back with a sense of, and again, it's not, it's not about the people mm-hmm. there, and it's not about, it's not even necessarily about the situation, but I would say it's worth considering the situations that you're going to be in. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that we should avoid any situation that's going to provide totally potential conflict or adversity. 
But I think the biggest thing is, do you have accountability mm-hmm. before you go into situations like that? And that's, yeah. the, that's the other thing I've learned is knowing that weed has been something in our past, knowing, you know, I, I think we did good things in terms of talking about it. We had a game plan. I yep. failed to execute the game plan. But then when I, when I did fail, I, you know, I didn't disclose that or that wasn't disclosed until, yeah. you know, the end of it. And, but then it's like, who in my life am I surrounding myself with so that when I do go out and do certain or go to these certain things, because mm-hmm. again, these, this is a friend group of, you know, I, I've known these guys for mm-hmm. literally 10 years now. Or no, more probably, than that. More than ten years, probably like fifteen years. Yeah. And so, like, great guys. I love these guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, if they called and needed something, I would do and whatever so like I could. Your, yeah. Um, but like, who do I then have? Like, knowing Jackie and I's stance on relationship, who in my life is keeping me accountable to do those things in my relationship? Mm-hmm. Because even though the, I'm super close to these guys, I don't really get to talk to them much. Like, mm-hmm. these aren't people that are, you know, we check in maybe every few months, you know, yeah. and, I, and again, some of these guys I haven't seen in years. So, yeah. like, I wasn't going into a place necessarily with tons of accountability. Yeah. Like, in that place. So, I the thing that I'm, I've learned is I need to have the accountability system set up mm-hmm. in my life outside that I can then... And accountability is always a two-way street. That's something. It's only as good as you make it. Right. So if I fail to disclose to my accountability partner, you know, that then that's totally on me as well. But And even just somewhat like, and I'll ask, you know, what you would do differently, you know, next time or going into like a situation next time. I know you touched on it a little bit, but that'll be my last question. So you can kind of think about that. But I want to speak to like the the other person too like for me I think it's so easy to be like man you didn't live up to my expectations of this and you disappointed me and you you know didn't meet my standard of what I thought this was gonna look like and you made me feel like this it's it's easy to do that and I think um one of the hardest things, but one of the most fruitful things like is obviously for me, something I really have been working on for a long time and probably for the rest of my life, we'll have to work on is self-control. So like every part of me, like, you know, in conflict or when I'm frustrated or hurt, like I want to hurt you. Like, it's like, that's just Mm. my, way of um defense it's like self it's like a self-protection thing it's like if you hurt me I'm gonna hurt you I'm not gonna go cry I want to I want you to feel what I feel and so um I can be that's just part of my personality always have has been but something like in this it was it was a great opportunity for me to love him well and to 
express myself in a mature, emotionally mature way and to be patient. Like for me to wait and like bring something up to him till he came home took like everything inside of me. (laughs) But like, or even on the phone when it was like, I just want to communicate with you. I'm not upset with you. Like I, I was like enraged, but to communicate, you know, and I absolutely could have done better still, but like, there's so something that I, I, you know, have just been like thinking about that. I was forced to think about this past week is like, this man is not perfect. The, the more that I take him off of the pedestal in my life and the more that I, you know, like God is unfailing. He will never fail me. He will never hurt me. He is not going to forget what we talked about. <laughs> like he's not going to not call me like he's unchanging, steady, reliable, perfect. Um, he's the best friend we could ever have. So when he's on like the throne of my life, that sounds dramatic, but when he's like number one and, and my security is in that, I, it takes so much pressure off of Seth to perform or or be this person that he may not be or that he wants to be like there's room for error. And it also takes like, like I can breathe. Cause it's like, I know you're not perfect. Like I know that you're just like for me, I would hate to be with someone who just anytime I messed up or had like, didn't understand. I'm me, especially like it hurts my feelings if someone like doesn't have grace with me. So I can't imagine being with someone who just was like disappointed with me all the time or just expected more than I feel like I could give or who wasn't a safe place that I could mess up with. Like mm-hmm. you're human. I cannot look at you and be so thrown off and so shocked and so surprised that you weren't perfection like it's like okay this came up let's deal with it this isn't fun this is not my favorite but like what do we do differently next time I feel like you know my goal and and any spouse's goal or whatever should be I want to be a non-judgmental safe place for you to know that you can mess up and like, we'll work together for this, you know, mm. it helps with honesty. Like it'll, it, it, I'm so thankful that like, we didn't necessarily have to deal with any like lies or just complete like betrayal of trust. Like that was such a gift to me. That was a blessing because that is a huge part of our past. And so while on one hand it was like, okay, like we could do some things better next time. Like it was also like, thank you, Lord, that we've grown that like, you know, Seth is the man that he, like it, it just, I could have just been like, I'm so disappointed and I can't believe this, but it's like, no, it's just not that serious. Let's just tweak the things we need to tweak and move forward. And I don't know. It's just, it's been even the past few days since you've gotten home. It's been really special when, I don't know whatever. So my point is for the women or the men who are on my like end of things in whatever situation, 
like just having grace, like it's better for you. It's better for them. It's better for your marriage. Um, but yeah, back to my question and we'll end with this. What, what's something you feel like, okay, next year, say you do this again. Like what's something you feel like you would, that would help you to do to like set yourself up for more success or so you come home like proud and not feel like you compromised and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I would definitely say, I think again, the thing that we did right was we did talk about it Mm -hmm. beforehand. I think that, you know, we talked about like how to handle, you know, if weed is there, what do we do? I don't think we, we didn't really talk about communication expectations, Mm -hmm. but I think that's something that we've now learned Mm -hmm. as we've talked through it and after. So I would definitely go in with a different expectation of one remembering priority and knowing that I'm, I, I can't vacate priorities just because I'm going Mm. to go. And so like defining what that is, I think is important for you and your relationship. So if, you know, if that's a call before bedtime and a text in the morning, fine. Yeah. And whatever it is for the situation, because again, the, the caveat to this whole thing is I wasn't on a work trip. I was literally going to chill with friends at the beach. The beach. Like all day. Yeah. And so it was like I think that the the one thing that we had scheduled was literally like <laughs> a fishing guide coming to basically fish for us and then yeah. we would just would reel them in. So like Yeah. There was no agenda. Like I did have the time that I could have devoted to doing this stuff. Granted, it's a different story if I was going on a trip, but we had tons of excursions planned and all this stuff like that, that changes the environment. So I would definitely say defining, you know, knowing what's, what's expected and then defining the expectation and just, you know, communication is, is key. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Absolutely. I broke communication. I didn't, you know, do what we said that we talked that we had talked about. I didn't execute that. Even though I executed most of it, I didn't do everything. Mm-hmm. And so obviously that is a character, you know, issue in terms of just not following through with what I said I was going to do. I definitely think um, having accountability in place and in this situation you were definitely the accountability, I think, but also then having, you know. Like a male outside friend or something. Yeah, I definitely think that would be important, how that would actually fit in into the weekend. It's not like, like knowing what my triggers are, I think is is obviously big. And so, again, that's going to come down to what we discuss to say like. Yeah. If it's, and, you know. Because, like, I don't want to be your accountability. You know, it's like, I want to be your wife. I want to be. Yeah. And and honestly, you know, just thinking about this in a vulnerable spot, it's like, I do think one of the questions is, is this something, is this a habit to continue? Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. in life or not. Like that's definitely mm-hmm. a question worth asking. It's hard because I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. it. I don't do it often, but when I do it, it's it's relaxing. It I like the way that it makes me think. Like yeah, like there's not a lot of like it's not like a terrible for you habit that yeah, and it's just like which I get. So that that's that's a question that I think I would have to wrestle with between now and you know the next time you know the next go around yeah definitely those those two things would be key yeah um yeah probably no i think that's good i mean again it wasn't like nothing was like what would you do differently because this was so bad it just it i was just interested in like because i care about how you feel too i care about how you feel about yourself care about how you feel um like i want you to have that like the internal peace of like this was just a great fun amazing trip and i feel good about myself feel good about whatever so i was just curious as to like you know what do you think would help in that and i i yeah i do think there's like a time and a place for a spouse i think it's absolutely possible to be accountability, but I also think um, that it's not always necessarily fun for the accountability partner. And I didn't expect, like I was, that was not the role that I was trying to take on this trip whatsoever either. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I can see why, it might have like felt that way for you with like checking in and being like, Oh, it is here. And it's like, those were the check-in points, which I get for you. You're like, well, I'm just, I'm just, you know, updating you on these things. And then, but for me, it was like, okay, like we can talk about something else or like, (laughs) is there, but are you having fun? Like, so I feel like sometimes it, you know, I, I, I do see having like an outside accountability if even necessary. And I don't even think accountability always has to be a phone call or like a check-in. Right. But even just, and I think a person should be involved, but it's not like the person has to always like answering to them. Yeah. Right. And so I think when I say accountability though, like as I'm thinking about it and hearing you talk, Mm -hmm. I think for me, the other, the thing that I probably left just feeling like I I wish I would have done that better is the consistency of the person that I want to be. Yeah. And that I think is like, and that's a lifelong, it's a, it is a lifelong thing. And it's, I know that not every day is going to be the exact same, Mm -hmm. but it's like, was I being, you know, like are there staples that I want in my life as daily habits? Mm-hmm. And again, I know I'm going on vacation. I'm going to sleep, you know, I'm going to sleep in. I'm not setting alarms. Like, mm-hmm. but like, am I still living up to, or maybe even having the habits in place yeah. that I'm not just, I'm not completely vacating, like having some type of boundary in terms of habits of like, mm-hmm. okay, I, and, and that was the other hard thing. It's like food. Like, yeah. And granted, we're trying to do it on a budget. We went to the grocery store. We stocked up like one stop shop. And you're on vacation. There's a right. time and, and a so, place. But it's like, well, 
Yeah, and that's where you know balance. And balance is definitely key. But yeah. those are the that's the other thing I think about is like, do I have even habits in my life to help me stay within certain boundaries? Mm-hmm. And not that you know, maybe it's one habit. Maybe it's like I saw you stretching. You saw me stretching. <laughs> Whenever you called, you were, like, stretching in the morning. Oh, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> no, when you would FaceTime no, I, in the morning, and or I, if I, you FaceTimed in the morning, you were stretching. I, maybe that was literally one time, but I assumed that you stretched in the morning. I did. And that's, the, it's like, I did like, that's some good. Other habits. Yeah. I didn't do some of the other habits, and so it's just. Like and I think that plan, isn't I think necessary. I think more so character, like not necessarily even like habit wise, because some habit like I can work out every day and I yeah go on vacation and I'm not going to be like, man, I got to get up and hit the gym, uh, you know, but like character wise, integrity wise, like, yeah, that's am I the same person? Not necessarily. Am I doing the same things that I always do? Yeah. But then even to that, though, it's like after four days of eating stuff that you don't normally eat, yeah. you can <laughs> get off the you feel wagon. It like, and it's just like, uh, is that worth it? Yeah. And so those are just the, the questions I'm asking myself as I think about yeah. your question. But I don't know. I know that this is probably a little. No, I think it's good. It's, it's real. And, and we're just, again, this is something that we've had to work through this past weekend and we're just being real with mm-hmm. like, I hope that our relationship can be encouragement to someone out there, not because we're perfect, but because we're, we're not. Real. Yeah. Like, and we're, that's, that's what we're trying to do. Clearly I wasn't perfect. I made multiple mistakes in this experience and we're working through it. And mm-hmm. this is like, these are the conversations that we're having. These are the things that we're talking about. These are the things that I'm feeling convicted about and the things that, you know, the ways that Jackie feels about it. And just like, it's a, I don't know. We've always said this, but relationships, relationships require a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And I hope this can be a real example to someone of like what, what real work can can look like it doesn't have to look like this Mm -hmm. but it's not always perfect but also the work isn't always like grueling to it's like i don't know i feel like we've had great a past wonderful few days where we're flirting and giddy and intimate and all this kind of stuff it's like it doesn't have to be the narrative of your marriage like marriage takes work and it's every single day that it takes work but like Mm -hmm. it can also literally just be the best like i don't we're not at a point there was a point and there will probably forever be seasons that ebb and flow of like that marriage relationship work that you're putting in takes precedence and it feels like a lot and it feels heavy and overwhelming but there's also seasons where it doesn't have to be like even this trip it's not like I look back and it was like some like this big thing. Like it wasn't. Um, And even now it's like, yeah, there's things that we like learned and hopefully like I said, like that this can be helpful for you to see. Like, I don't know, just an example of 
conversation and communication and the work part of it, but it doesn't have to take over. It doesn't need to be negative. It doesn't need to be. Yeah. I think this is definitely more work in terms of like reconciliation. Yeah. And it's not like, like to your point, Yeah, there were seasons where we were reading books, we were listening to podcasts, like how do you make this work? Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, everything is a, is a building block, essentially. The things that you yeah. take and you apply, that becomes a building block to your relationship. Yeah. And so sometimes the work is then applying those skills or those things that you've learned. And sometimes it literally is just having the conversation and talking through it. Like, yeah. I don't, when I say, when I say relationships take a lot of work, it's not like you're going to go out and like that work isn't like I'm going to go out in the yard and dig a hole. Like the, it's a different type of work. It takes Alone. work and it takes commitment, you know, yeah. just like that. But it's, it's work in such, you know, a much more mental, yeah. you know, heart emotional. posture, emotional, spiritual. Growth. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're, you're learning, you're growing, you're working through it. You're making mistakes. You're communicating like, that that I guess is what I mean. I mean, and yeah, like it's a dying to yourself. <laughs> like I'm, it's not just me in this thing. Yes, yeah, the know? work of selfless sacrifice. Yeah, is what a relationship should be, and that I guess that would be my my parting words is this in this experience in this weekend, I can see from Jackie's perspective where I I overstepped in terms of my selfishness. Mm-hmm. And that compromised our relationship. I was overly selfish in terms of doing what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it, and not considering from your perspective what that was costing you. Mm. Mm. And so. And last thing, last, last, last thing, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> like, these things are so good. So if you, like, I'm so thankful for the little roadblocks and the little hiccups and all that kind of stuff because they're refining and they're positive and literally necessary for Mm. a healthy relationship. Like 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 this week, that experience makes our relationship a lot stronger. Absolutely. I feel closer. I feel we are, it's not a feeling like we are literally continuing to become one and those moments are ones that that get you there a little quicker. Um, and I, to that point, though, it's like <clears throat> it's it's vulnerability that's given us the most growth. Like yeah, we're absolutely. vulnerable and real and transparent, totally, with one totally about these things. And it's like a relationship is really hard, and I've learned this the hard way. Like going back to episode one like with our whole story like it failed because of lack of transparency mm-hmm. and that's where you know you can get caught up in is this is this right or is it wrong to do this and at the end of the day i think sometimes the bigger question is like are you are you are you guys being are you being honest mm-hmm. but are you then also like working together with your spouse as opposed to doing it individually. Mm -hmm. Am I doing this in transparency or am I doing it, you know, 
what's the other word? Sneakily. <laughs> Sneakily. <laughs> like, um, like, and so in the I, dark or hidden or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> like knowing in like, isolation, knowing that, you know, or even not knowing how they might yeah. respond to it. It's like, I'm, I'm doing this, not knowing if you're going to like it or yeah. not, or knowing that you are, or you're not going to like it. I'm, I'm doing it anyway. So I think that is the biggest key is yeah. living transparent with your spouse. Like that's the point that you have yeah. to get to for real growth to to happen. And so when we have these moments like that and we can be transparent, mm-hmm. that's where I feel like, yeah, the situation sucked. We worked through it. But when I look back on it as a whole, we are way more yeah. together now than we were before it happened yeah because of what happened and i think delivery like honesty and vulnerability in your delivery as well like seth or i like for example like (laughs) i was like gonna send him a picture an inappropriate picture but i was gonna send him a picture and he's like oh you never sent me a picture and i was like instead of being like oh yeah i forgot or like yeah you didn't deserve a picture like i literally was like i like i was just vulnerable i was like i didn't feel like you would have cared i didn't feel like i was like on your mind i didn't feel like though in in my response and my um humility and my willingness to be vulnerable he's gonna know me a lot better and he's gonna have a more accurate picture of like who i am and where my heart is at and my struggles and insecurities and my whatever than if i were just to be like sorry i forgot or like scared to tell him that like no i actually didn't really feel like a priority and i i just didn't and i like i didn't mean anything by it but like i didn't you know like it it does it is so necessary and and for seth it's such a gift for him to be like i wasn't necessarily super proud of myself like for a man that i respect and love and you know think the world of for him to be able to humble himself and be like I could make it seem like I'm the best and I was you know top notch and all that kind of stuff which he absolutely could have done like for him to be willing to be vulnerable and open it's like man I just I I love that and it it that is where that emotional like the intimacy that really really matters um comes from so we hope this was helpful for anyone and it was nice to be able to like debrief honestly mm-hmm. um but yeah that was kind of that was kind of the past several days um and just what we went through we just want to share it with you guys so thanks for listening yeah. if you've made it thus far yeah thank you for everyone who tunes into this podcast we really appreciate it and we hope that we can provide some type of value to y'all and um and snaps for our daughter not coming in here f- after or waking up from her nap and coming in here. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. she has for the last five times. Yeah. So again, <sighs> I'm Seth. And I'm Jackie. And this is Never TMI. Never. And we are signing off. Peace out, y'all.